Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. I have an update I wanted to share with you. Since the early days of starting this podcast, I've been getting DMs asking about whether I would do a live podcast taping in front of an audience. Well, I'm so excited to announce that it's happening June 2nd on loopedlive.com. This podcast has been such an amazing experience for me to have conversations I'd never thought I'd have, and it means so much to me to be able to bring you into the conversation. This is my first ever live podcast. I'm so excited because... I love speaking in public. I love getting questions from an audience. I just love connecting. We're post-pandemic. It's so great to get the energy off a live audience. And it just, it'll become so real for all of us. And I'm so grateful. I've loved this so much. Uh, It will feel alive. It won't, I'm not nervous and it won't feel different. It will just feel alive and what it's intended to be. It's also the celebration of the launch of my upcoming book, Business is Personal. My book business is personal as a passion project because people always say it's it's not personal. It's just business. Business is so personal. And my personal life and my business are so intertwined. And this book 
gives so many stories, so many anecdotes, so much humor about the crazy road I took to get to success, the circuitous, non-traditional path, meaning anybody can be successful. It's something that anybody can relate to and understand whether you're a housewife or a billionaire, whether you're an executive or a mogul or someone graduating from college. It's something that people can really, really understand, grip onto, and it's an easy read. Immediately, you can just have the toolbox and know exactly how to get on the road. I did so well with my book, A Place of Yes, which was for people at a crossroads. And this book is literally for people who just want to create their own success, but they might not want to do it in a cubicle or in a corporate structured traditional way. It's going to be a blast. Plus I have some more announcement coming. So stay tuned and get your tickets now on loopedlive.com for my June 2nd live podcast event. Wild was served custody papers from Jason Sudeikis at a conference. She was speaking at a conference about a film that her boyfriend is starring in, and she was served custody papers. Something does not make sense. So on one hand, when you get served, the process servers are, they're like, They're like Shylocks. They're like bill collectors. They're bottom feeders. They're like private detectives that just follow around. So they want to go to where they know somebody definitely will be to serve papers. Uh, You know, you've been served. It's just that this is not a drastic situation. We know where Olivia is. I mean, she's not hard to find. It's usually, I mean, for a civilian, it's different. You know, you're trying to like, get them outside their kid's school a pickup, which would make someone upset, even served, or um, on the way to or from work or outside your house, it feels violating, you've been served. They're just coming. I don't know if they're allowed to come to your door. I don't know if that's a violation, but I, I know that people have been served at their doors. It's funny because I've dealt with so many legal aspects. And often I, I've always been the one that's sort of following the motion or the action in my personal life. But... There's never been a situation where it's so dire and urgent that it would need to be in the middle of an appearance. And having been through so many different aspects of legal turmoil and legal nuance, the person serving does usually discuss with the server where someone gets served. Like it is a conversation. I know that I've discussed this before. Like whether you've talked to, I just know that I've, I know that I, I, I like I have a subliminal or subconscious memory of something like this. And I, I do believe that you talk to the professional. Someone would not take it upon themselves to just show up at a conference and go on stage. It's just too hostile. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't track, but What's crazy is divorce really breeds anger. And whether this was intentional or not, I've just seen this so much with, I've seen forensic people look through a computer to find hacking and like those are bottom feeders. I've seen private detectives follow me and those are bottom feeders. I mean, this is like a swamp and it just speaks to, the garbage pit that divorces. And I guess the real thing is to 
find a way that this whole world can be cleaned up and that people can mediate and not realize that it's really all about the Benjamins and people hate each other and the only ones who do win are the lawyers. It's it's something people say and when you're in it and you want to tell a lawyer everything that's going on because you can't believe things that are happening, um, it's hard to really understand, but lawyers are a necessary evil. And so I would say you have to try to take the path of least resistance. The shortest distance between two um, points is a straight line. You, you can't take the bait. You can't get activated. You have to like slow and low barbecue. It's just the way it goes. So everybody falls prey to it. I've had conversations with everyone and people get hot and everything seems important. It's cooler minds prevail. It's just the way that it goes. It's just a slow golf game. So it's definitely not black and white that Olivia Wilde would be served papers on a stage. It's absolutely not like, oh, I didn't, I mean, there's no way because you wouldn't pay the person serving. I mean, there's just no way they'd be fired. Like that's just such an, a fireable, egregious offense. And I, I mean, and the whole thing is offensive, but there's something wrong. I mean, I, I mean, listen, we've seen people go on to concert stages and get on. So I would say an Olivia Wilde speaking engagement isn't the hardest thing to get on stage for. I mean, you know, it's not. If Harry Styles were on stage, I think it'd be hard to serve him. But I think Olivia Wilde is probably easier to serve than Harry Styles. And um, like I said, they do try to find places where someone will be caught off guard. And that's just, I've never heard of anything like it. It's the most outrageous thing I've ever heard in this genre and context. Mother's Day is May 12th and Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for Mother's Day. Bryn loves to shop but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's gift finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, it's so easy to shop. You can shop by price, category, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, and gifts for grandma. Plus, Macy's has top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, and Samsung Smart TV, the frame. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. 
The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. So I had something happen to me, and I'm talking to parents. I'm talking to moms. I really, really need your opinion. I, I want to hear what you think. It was a serious conflict. And often when things happen and you have a decision to make, in a short period of time, it just seems more dire and you just don't know what to do. So let me preface this by saying, in high school, I went to nightclubs. I went to the Palladium in New York City at 14 years old, not even senior, 14 years old. This is a true story. I was going into the Palladium every other weekend, taking the train by myself with, well, with friends. I mean, but like young, you know, taking the train. And I don't know that I didn't ever do it by myself. That's the honest truth. But I was going into the city of 14. I had a very, very advanced childhood. And um, that's another book for another day. But it's not normal that I would be 14 and going to the city and going to nightclubs. It just happens to be the truth. It's, it's outrageous also. So I used to drink and I have seen it all. And I know that kids drink. I know the kids drink in high school. I know the kids who are... I know friends who, I, first of all, I know assistants who say that they drank in high school. Their parents sort of turned a cheek, but they would, you know, just just don't don't ever drink and drive and do it at our house so we can have control over it or whatever the situation is. Be open with your parents, be honest, et cetera. So I think we can't be, I can't be a hypocrite. And when my daughter's a certain age, I'm going to have to realize I can't say to her, you're never allowed to touch alcohol in your life till you're 21 because I know what I did, but... It was also a different world and it was certainly dangerous what I was doing, but we all run into this. And so, so we all run into this and my friends who are in their fifties tell me that their kids do drink and they want to do it at their house and keep it under control. And, um, you know, obviously never driving and Uber so easy and reasonable and Lyft and share rides and all this stuff. And there are, you know, there's a thing in, in Florida, it's called like red hat or red cap where 
a person will come pick you up if you're drinking. There are so many different ways to, to not drink and drive. Anyway, but that's that's all related to alcohol. We've all heard horror stories. Okay, so I have something I want to talk to you about and get your opinion about because it really did shake me and it took some decision making and I'm going to tell you what I decided, but I'll tell you what happened. I was out to dinner last night at a restaurant. I don't want to say what restaurant because I like the restaurant and my daughter loves it and we go there a lot. And there were only two other people that were near us, a couple, uh, older man and, and a couple, real conservative types. And there was a large table, a large group of young men. And we saw, uh, we were just, my daughter and I were talking. We've seen these people, these types at this restaurant before, meeting these young, like corn-fed, you know, good-looking, athletic group of guys that were young. To me, they looked 15, 16, but I may not be great at that. So my daughter noticed that a massive, like, shareable drink, one of those group drinks, those ones, you know, that get you blackout, those were being brought to the table. And so when I saw them, and I think of those as the strongest drinks. To be honest, if I saw a couple of beers going to the table or a glass of wine, I might not have noticed it or thought of it. It just would have, like, gone in and out. But because I saw those big, giant, group drinks. Those are what you drink to get fucked up, period. So I saw those going to the table and I thought, oh my God. And it was a group of young men, meaning if it were two mixed in with some other people, they might look older, but like the average of all of them looked high school. That's the difference. Maybe one of them looked 17, 18, maybe 19. If I were just looking at them with some other grownups that are 30, but like the, you know, all, so, all, so if you're ever going to underage drink, God forbid, and don't, you know, don't do it in a group of other infants. So there was a group and they were drinking these large cocktails and they all just looked so young to me, right? And boys sometimes look younger. They're not wearing tons of makeup and promiscuous clothing. They just looked so young. So those drinks came out. I checked it. I thought about it. I remember saying like, how is this restaurant serving them? And my daughter, the 11 year old, the wise one said, well, I'm sure they all have a fake ID. And I said, oh, right. Okay. But even still, and then I don't know whose responsibility it is. Um, I do know that if you get sued, it's your responsibility. It doesn't matter what ID they had. So then my daughter, Bryn, says, Mom, look. And we, I look over, and there are pints, like those big frothy mugs of beer coming over to the table in on mass also. And then I see Coronas with limes. And then I hear, like, shots, like, duh, 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 you know, like, like they're 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 making this chant and there's like there's like shots it's like extreme drinking like fast drinking of the beers you know what I mean like bullseyes or whatever sake bombers or whatever so I'm like this is crazy like it escalated meaning in the beginning I was I was even not really willing to overlook the big drinks but I just like I forgot about it I was at my own meal so now we're adding insult to injury and now we've got these massive mugs and now we've got these beers with limes and now we've got these massive rants and chants and and um and like bombers and I'm hearing prom talk. So I'm thinking these guys are these are junior seniors maximum. They're and they're so stupid. They're talking about the prom in a restaurant they're consuming alcohol. So you never know. There could be a cop sitting somewhere as the guy at my table pointed out this other guy that was sitting across the table and um it was like a long communal table but they were far away. But I saw him say to his partner, oh my God, they're clearly not 21. And I go, I had to, I don't talk to other people in restaurants, but I go, oh my God, like this man is taught. I mean, it's so egregious. I thought maybe I have laser vision and noticed they're younger than they are. But he was like, what the hell? And he's like, I can't believe it. And I'm thinking, I can't believe it either. In high school and college years ago, you know, there was 
a diner that used to serve alcohol because it's like a random spot or you'll go to some weirdo restaurant you know a, a Lebanese Russian restaurant serves alcohol because like it's just so off the radar but like I just I couldn't believe it um and in a major you know city so and not 19 like so underage like prom is what 17 years old so like four you know four years young and such drastic drinking so it was bothering me you know and I wanted to you could have called the cops. I wouldn't do that because I don't I don't want to shut the restaurant down. I, I thought about talking to the manager. I'm thinking maybe this restaurant isn't that busy and then they know they can get easy money from these kids and these these rich kids' parents will pay more so their kids can drink or that their parents are just... I don't know. I just the entitled kept glaring because these were entitled private school kids. Let's let, let me be honest with you. They were wealthy young men. So I'm dry, like entitled, real, like, you know, that athlete type that's like, you know, I'm not even going to go into stereotypes, but you know the type. So I leave the restaurant and I'm driving and I call my fiance and we're just talking it through. And I'm like, he's like, well, I would at least call the manager of the restaurant. I thought, yeah, maybe I should. I don't want, you know, them to get shut down or anything or call. So he said, at the very least, like, you know, someone gets hurt. Someone has an accident or something. And I'm like, well, yeah, no, I mean, they're not, they're not driving. They're obviously, they're, I'm sure they're Ubering, right? So I leave my gloves there. I think I leave my gloves. They're technically inside my jacket stuffed in, but that's not important to the story. So I drive back and I say to Bryn, get out and go inside and get the gloves. She's like, I don't want to, mama. They're outside. And these are like, you know, not, not nice looking men. They weren't like animals, you know? She's like, I don't want to, I don't want to. I'm like, Bryn, get out. She's like, they're outside. Like she was uncomfortable. And of course it was flashing through my mind in the restaurant. Like I have a daughter and she's a tween. I don't want her to think this is okay. And also I'm not looking forward to this phase for myself. And it just gave me anxiety. It provoked me because I knew I was in high school and I just, it just made me uncomfortable. I couldn't get, I couldn't shake it. I actually had to get into an argument with my daughter later because I was a little snappy in the car because I was trying to think of what to do. So, um, so I snapped at her. I was like, Brynn, just give me a second. Let me think. So Paul had said, maybe call the restaurant manager. We didn't know what to do. So I, I go, Brynn, I'll go in. So I went to go inside. I come back out. I shut the door. Now remember how much they've been drinking. I shut the door to the car and I see them get into cars and drive away. And I'm like, now nah, you just fucking put me over the edge. Like we went from the giant cocktail to the beer back, to the bottled beer back, to the shot, to being disgusted, to it being underage. And now excessive underage consumption. I'm sure I did that too. So like you're pushing me to the edge, but I'm sure I did excessive underage consumption. Okay. I don't ever, actually, I don't know. I never was out of control. My mother always told me never be out of control, but I'm sure I drank more than I should. Okay. Now I see these kids. So by the way, I took a picture of the table three times. I said, Bryn, look at me. And I took a picture. Why did I do that? I'm a public person that doesn't want to be photographed without being asked. I had a weird feeling. I had a weird vibe. I took a picture of the table three times. So now I'm outside, the door shuts, these guys drive away, I take a picture of the car and the license plate. I, I find myself on the phone calling the police. I'm like, these guys drank excessively, they're underage, and that means you've had your license a fucking minute too. Like it's, you've just started driving. That's the other thing too. Like let's combine all of this shit into one pot of soup. So these kids drive away, I call the cops, I tell them where they are. Upscale, upscale town, who knows? Do they have rich parents? Do their parents know the cops? I don't know. Do I feel settled? Did the cops go on a wild goose OJ chase to find these kids? I don't know. I feel unsettled. I talk to Bryn. I say to Bryn, I don't know what to do. She says, mom, I just, 
I'm glad you called the police. I don't think you should call the school because I, if you if you call the school, they'll get expelled and it'll ruin their life. Like we both talking about this. I'm like, they'll get thrown out of their school. They're in a private school. And schools now have the rule. Like my daughter once sent a text to someone that wasn't great. I'm like, listen to me. Everything you put in writing is for the rest of your life, okay? There's no cute little picture with a half top if you want to go to law school. Like this is it. Like everything, everything is seen. Everything is cancelable. So anything you do reflects on me. Like just know that. You sing to a song that has bad lyrics, which actually did one time happen and I freaked out. I'm like, this is cancellation for me and you. Like this is no college. Like you don't, you know. So I know that this is grounds for expulsion. So I call my friend Alex uh, and I ask her opinion. She's smart, successful, donated to be strong, husband owns the Mets. You know, they're savvy people, right? Don't want any aggravation on their own. I call her and I ask her opinion. First, I call my assistant and I said, this is what just happened. And I think she's going to be like, she said, we drank in high school. But when I told her, everybody was fine with the story in a way. Until I got to the driving. Like everybody was like, they're, you know, when my assistant heard the story, she was like, what? We never, my parents, we never drank driving, drunk driving. Oh my God. Call my friend Terry. Very modern parenting, spoiled kids in Boca Raton. Not her, just all of them. All rich kids running around, you know, going out for fancy expensive dinners midweek. Nothing relatable at all. I'm not like that. I'm tough as nails. Her husband is too. We're always on the same page. We don't fuck around with, I, I couldn't afford the meals these kids eat when I was, 37 years old in New York. I couldn't afford it. Uh, they're all Ubering and group expensive dinners. Fucking Instagram. Instagram dinners, you know, like Sochmeads dinners. So she says, tell her the story. I got to the drinking. She's like, absolutely not. My kids would, they know never to drink. Like never, okay? Same thing, Alex. She's like, and, and you know, she's got privileged kids. So I said, and listen, you know, we've all been there and, you know, it could be your kids. No, it could not be my kids. Not with the driving piece. That was where everybody broke, okay? And I'm telling you, these are wealthy kids, so they could take an Uber. But now I'm thinking, their parents, why would you take an Uber? If you, you know, on a Wednesday night, you're obviously drinking if you're going to take an Uber. So maybe that's why these kids aren't taking an Uber to a restaurant. Like, I don't know, but it's, I don't know. So I say to my friend, do I call this goddamn school? Because I might get them expelled and like ruin their life. She's like, well, they, they're, they're going to hit somebody in a car and ruin their lives. And Paul, my fiance, was like, you have a woman with a new baby in a car. You know, like thinking of the scenarios. So I, I negotiate with myself and I make an agreement with myself. And I say to my friend, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to call the headmaster of the school. And I'm going to say, and I'll tell you what I said. I'll tell you what I chose to do. So I call the office of the office of the office. I Google the number. And of course, you know, the headmaster is like a celebrity over there. And so I, they're like, who am I? And I'd say, who is this? I say, it doesn't matter who I am. And I'm not going to tell my name. I just want you to know. Well, what is it? involves a serious issue with your students. I wasn't even positive it was their students. I just heard that there are some real, like, spoiled, entitled kids from this school. And I, I, I put two and two together. I thought it was. It seemed like to track. It seemed like the profile. So I said, I, who I think are your kids at your school drinking and driving headmaster immediately or the head honcho, the head of schools right on the phone, they, you know, right on the phone. I said, listen, I'm not going to say, I don't want to say who I am right now. Um, but I think I did fairly quickly. I, and I said, I'm going to tell you a story, but I'm only going to tell you a story about your students. And it's not a great story. If you tell me that you're not going to expel them 
unless like we discuss and I say that that like that that like I'm not going to be responsible for kids getting expelled. Like I just I want to talk to you, but and I want to tell you like you're just a person I met in a bar, ironically, and just tell you the story shooting the shit. And he he said, well, if it's something where someone's harming themselves or others, I said it's. I mean, and it is technically. So they said, okay, we're two people in a bar. So I told the story. And I said, I have a picture. I'm going to send you a picture. Can you tell me if these are kids from your... I'm a detective. By the way, I've uncovered Russian crime rings. Like, I'm just born a detective. Um, I said, can you tell me if these are students from your school? And they said, these are students from my school. And then I told the story. And they said, first of all, you're a saint. Because most people wouldn't do this and wouldn't want to get involved. I'm not saying telling you guys the story so I'm a saint. I'm just telling you what this person said. You're a saint. Because this is so important and so, and, and, and what is it, the fucking eight? This guy was like, what is it, the fucking 80s? That like people would serve kids. And I'm like, I'm going to handle the restaurant because I'm going to talk to the restaurant separately too. Not looking to shut or shutter a small business. So I'll talk to the restaurant because it's also was kids running that restaurant too. They were 25, 26 years old. It wasn't a 55-year-old person. But they said, we will not expel these kids, but there will be very serious ramifications. Like I'm down for the parents knowing possibly something legal. I'm down for zero acting. When you're graduating, all you care about is graduation. And there were girls in my high school that broke the rules and left campus and drove to lunch, which is not drinking and driving. And they got into a bad car accident. They got into an accident. They were fine. And they weren't allowed to go to prom or go to any activities. So I'll follow up with this guy. Be like, what was the punishment? So it needs to be, not only do you have to endure some sort of drinking and driving classes, but something needs, that was my solution to not having on my head that I got kids expelled, but not having on my head that I got some expectant mother killed from a drunk driver who just got his license yesterday. So what would you do? So Bryn hasn't gotten home from school yet and she doesn't know the follow-up, but on the way home from school, I mean, on the way home from the restaurant, we really talked about it a lot and it kind of was edgy. Like, there was a moment where I saw the same car that they had in front of us, or I thought it was, and she was like, wait, is it that car? You know, because for her, it was a caper. Is it, is it that car? I'm like, Bryn, be quiet. I'm just, it's not that car. Like, I was edgy. So it also screwed up, you know, I was edgy. And Bryn was like, Mama, you snapped. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm just, I get anxiety, and I have anxiety about you and being a tween. And we, we had this conversation, and we talked about the expulsion thing. So when she gets, but my friend said to me, she should know that you called the school because she should know the consequences of those actions for when she's in high school. So actually, yeah, you don't just get away with it by me like calling a cop and thinking maybe it worked out. I will call the police department again and be like, did you follow up? Because I contacted the school. Like, I'm militant when I need to be. You know I'm a dog on a bone with relief efforts and things that are important. And I'll tell her today, I did call the school. They're not being expelled, but I called the school because them... Because, and my friend Terry told me that there was a Judith Light Law and Order episode where a judge let them off and then the person ended up killing someone drunk driving. So I'm not looking for that on my head. You know, fluke things happen. God forbid something comes out in the news and I see that it was those kids and I'm living with that. Like, no way, man. I just, I did what I had to do. And, oh, so, so, so the takeaway is instill in your kid. Listen, we have to be realistic. Yes, it's great. We'd like them to be Mormons. I'd like my daughter to not like alcohol, to never take a sip in her life. That would be wonderful. Okay. I love her to never want to try pot in her life. Okay. Let's live in reality. So at the baseline, you put the fear of death in your kids, the Fear of death. You tell them this story. You tell them eyes and ears are everywhere. Social media is everywhere. Videos everywhere. Everybody's everywhere. 
and you tell them you have a low jack on their devices. You know exactly where they are. You tell them you know everything they do. You tell them you have a chip on their neck that connects to the car, whatever you need to do, but you tell them under no circumstances ever. If they do ever drink, if they ever get into a car, it will be the last thing they do. Okay, breaking, breaking news about Kanye West dating that woman. Shania, her name is... She looks exactly like Kim Kardashian, but it's like a manufactured... I mean, you know, Kim Kardashian is absolutely beautiful and the originator, and but she, you know, has the hair extensions and uh, is very put together, let's just say. Very self-created. And so this girl, Chaney, I think her name is, has self-created a clone. Like, you know when people want to clone dogs? Like, she's gone through the same sort of process. I don't know what it is. It's, it's, it's not, it's like, it's the, it's the skin, it's the hair, it's the extensions, it's the glasses, the lips, the whole thing. Like, what the hell? First of all, that you could create sort of yourself to look like someone else. Like, what if I decided tomorrow to just get my butt done and get extensions and like wear big shield glasses and gloves and cat suits and long you know hair that wasn't mine that was black like it would be that sort of clone vibe and I see that happening with a lot of girls a lot of girls are mimicking that clone look um that's crazy I don't like copycats I bet Kim Kardashian doesn't like copycats she couldn't be more copied there's no person probably in the world there's probably no more woman in the world that there's probably, no, I would say Kim Kardashian, Marilyn Monroe, and Elizabeth Taylor. Not even Elizabeth Taylor. I would say Kim Kardashian and Marilyn Monroe are the two most copied women in the world. So it's such, she's such an influencer and it's on such a global scale that I guess she probably doesn't get annoyed because that's how she's made money. Everyone wanting to have what she has, buy what she buys, do what she does, wear what she wears. So she just shares what it is because she's on to the next thing, which I get because I'm like that in business and ideas and I don't copy anyone. So she's on to the next thing and they're all cheater brands and she probably doesn't love a copycat when it's too close to home. Meaning if one of her girlfriends starts to dress exactly like her or her ex-husband's girlfriend so Kanye's girlfriend is a Kim clone. Creepy. Creepy that he wants to be with someone dressing like his ex. I know that people that I have been in relationships with do not want anything like what they had before. You know, they're not, they definitely, some people do that. That's a, that's gotta be a thing where people serial go out with the same type person and the same style person and the same vibe person. Um, that's, that's interesting to me. Uh, but this girl has the gloves, the hair, the shield glasses, the makeup, the tone of the makeup, uh, you know, the cinched waist, the butt. And she's with Kanye, so he's got to be endorsing this. Or he manufactured it. Or he has the keys to the clone kingdom. Or he made Kim, because he definitely changed Kim's style. Kim's style certainly evolved and was created as it is today by Kanye. So maybe this is just, he's just got a factory over there of like, Hot brunettes with cinched waist, larger derrieres, 
that are like just sex sells, long extensions, Birkin bags. They say he bought her a $275,000 Birkin. That's false. It's an ostrich Birkin with rose gold hardware. It's 30 centimeters. He bought it for Julia Fox. I know this because I own one. It was a gift from someone to me. Um, it is not a $275,000 bag. It is not encrusted in diamonds and it is not a Himalayan Birkin. And I know it's useless information, but it's inaccurate information. That's false news. But he also bought, think about buying two people you're with the same gift. Like you buy your ex-girlfriend and your current girlfriend the same gift. Just very strange, very bizarre and culty. Culty. Megan Fox drinking Machine Gun Kelly's blood and vice versa. Listen, you want to pee on somebody. You want to you want to wear matching clothing. You want to do whatever you want to do. That's your business. Um, I think. I think it's your business. Like, is people get mad at people for saying they want to eat other people. Army, Army Hammer got canceled because I think he told somebody he wanted to eat them or roast them or barbecue them. And that was crazy and creepy. Something about their bones. He want, I don't know. I maybe, maybe I'm making it up uh, that he like wanted to make a stock with her bones or something, something crazy. But that's actually a funny idea. Um, is eating is is wanting to eat is talking about the potential to eat somebody less crazy than actually drinking the blood of another human being? Like, can we just actually think about that for a second? Remember years ago. I think something happened like that with Angelina Jolie and her brother. She made out with him. I may be mixing stories. Maybe she and Billy Bob Thornton uh, drank each other's blood. It sounds familiar. She did make out with her brother or kiss her brother, which people freaked out about. Um, so I'm just saying, if we're going to be upset about somebody talking about eating somebody else... Wouldn't we be upset about somebody drinking someone else's blood? I mean, I, I, it's so, it's so far from reality that I can't even really comprehend it. I don't understand it. Um, you know, it's a novel idea. I don't know, but she clarified recently in an interview because this was a while ago. When they got married, they drank each other's blood, and I don't know why we haven't really hung on to that because that seems pretty relevant and groundbreaking. But now she's saying, yes, she did drink his blood for ritual purposes. Is that like some sort of, oh, you know, I smoked, but I didn't inhale. Oh, oh, just for ritual purposes. What does that mean? Ritual purposes? That could be like a full cult ritual or some crazy thing. Like just for ritual. That sounds scarier than whatever the hell it was before. Like, you mean it was for ritual purposes? Okay. It wasn't because you actually wanted to be a vampire. Like it wasn't because you're in the the werewolf of London, I, I'm just confused. So thank God that Megan Fox only drank Machine Gun Kelly's blood for ritual purposes. Cause now my fucking head is gone there and I don't know what that means, but to each his own. Rose of love in Hollywood. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. 
Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.